Hello, and welcome to the birth of a new generation. Welcome to the Keith Bolka Podstream Livecast. I'm Keith Bolka. I'm your host. I got Kit Palancar, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> and then beside him, I have Matt Stockstill. He was the camera guy extraordinaire. But we'll get into that in a second, all right? We'll get into that. And then next to him, we have TP, Tyler Phillips, your boy, Dr. Strange. You know what's going on. You know what's up. And then just making sure that we're all still good and live. Yeah, you got messages. Uh, yeah. Dave, what's up, guys? Dave, actually, if you don't know, runs the uh, Grab and Go Drive Thru in Medina over on. What is it, Lafayette? I think it's Marks. No, no, no. We can always the just. One. The other one there, too. Yeah. We can always just pull up uh, Grab and Go real quick. Give a North quick of, shout uh, out. Show. Oh, okay. All right. I know what that is. Here we go. Boom, right there. And they're down with Star Wars. So you know, you, you know. And they respond within a few minutes. Hey, love you guys. <laughs> Blocked instantly. Boom. You know what I mean? Send them some love, guys. Let them know you love Grab and Go. Real easy, just type in Grab and Go on Google like I did. Piers is like the third one on Facebook. It's really fucking easy. Yeah. So, big shout outs to them. Um... Let's begin with, uh, what the fuck have we been up to? Why have we not been here for two years? Mainly, depression and a lot of, uh, just, uh, problems with space, you know? Not a lot of people want to host a fucking podcast, and, uh, depression, going with that, means that it's hard to find a space on your own. But, uh, I mean, mainly I have to attribute it to Kit here. Kit, if you guys really well, want a person to think, uh, to think, <laughs> think for uh, this really coming back and him starting to fire in my ass, it would have to be fucking, uh, that'd be Kit, dude. It was when you started, uh, you started telling a bunch of people about it. I just started getting asked every single day. Hey, you got a, you got a live stream? I'm like, well, I did. And then I, I, I just got tired of saying I did. Like, fuck it. It's back. I love it. I'm here to stay. No one's going to take me out. And the stream cuts. Uh, <laughs> last two years, though... You say that now. Rips the, com the cables out of the computer. Last two years, though, I've really just been... Uh, a lot of video games, but a lot of writing as well. So, um, I've just been practicing the uh, practicing the craft, I guess you could say. I'm sure you guys have seen me on Twitch and stuff like that. But, Kit, last two years, what have you been doing, man? Uh, I was finishing grad school at Kent State University. Which you did do. Um, that's done. Uh, thank you. Um, and then so, I've been working a job, and I've also been teaching at the Camp Museum of Art and also the University of Akron. So right now I have three jobs, and it is, um, it's just consumed my life. Not that it's a bad thing, um, but I just fill my time quite a bit, 
You know, I, it's every day. Can't turn off, I think, would be the uh, the kit motto there. If kit had an off switch, he didn't fucking know it. <laughs> I'm you always know what turned I mean? on, Keith. <laughs> always turned on. <laughs> we at the Keith Polka Show are always on an on position. This is what he's trying to say. Uh, Matt, what have you been doing for two fucking years? Dude, working back at uh, the sushi place. Uh, shouts out to Project Sushi. Yeah, shouts out. Uh, gaming a lot. Do a lot of gaming. Um... And uh, saving up uh, money for, you know, a little nest egg, you know, just in case shit hits the fan like life always does eventually, so. Hey, a little Trying to play the financial smart game. There you go. Tyler, what the fuck have you been up to for two years, man? Uh, same shit, different day, coding, all day, every uh, day. I believe there was something very different. You got that job, man. Yeah, that's true. Which, I mean, I had that job. We're not going to dox you live on the air. Please like be, be like, hey, if you want to <laughs> send support to his office... But yeah, you got the you got the job at Dairy Queen. Yep. <laughs> DQ. Um, which which by the way, DQ's been awesome to you, I feel like. Oh yeah. Totally oh, yeah. awesome. But you also Wait, like it. Yeah, he does. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh Pepperidge Farms, which is a really big Tyler is like Pepperidge Farms members. The biggest <laughs> Pepperidge Farms fan. Of all bat of all time. <laughs> oh shit! I Carly's back. You fucking know it, bro. <laughs> I uh, you guys ever hear that song? I want to run a train on I Carly. No. I run a. I don't think I want. I want a what? No, you don't. Okay. But uh, it's out there. That's <laughs> the thing. thing. Yeah, that is the thing. But uh, let's get into the first topic here, which is always my favorite: current events, news like that. First one we're gonna go with here. Is, I guess we're done with these. Uh, yeah, let's get these. I'm just tired of not being able to see. <laughs> I couldn't really see either. So, Long kiss rule. Put it back. See this dog right case. here, guys. That's Deke. Deke. Deke is a Russian. Uh, he might be a beagle or a shepherd. Dick. Round. No, it, <laughs> it could Dick. be Dick. Deke. I mean, you know Russian more than I do. Oh, Deke. It's Deke. You're talking about Deke. Yeah, huh? this is in Russia. This oh, is in Russia. Okay. So, in Russia. You have uh, two elderly sisters who have their deke, all right? <laughs> they love their deke. Deke is, deke is 16, 18 years old. And uh, deke decides he's going to take a little bit of a nap, let's say, right? Lays down, passes out. Now, we've all been there. We've all been there. We've all passed out to a point where we're non-responsive, let's say. I have not. Never. I've never done that. Oh, I remember have. Kit's always turned on. So yeah, always turned on. He never sleeps. No. <laughs> I just, unresponsiveness kind of scares me a little bit. Um, real quick. Do we have audio? We have audio, right? I'm really afraid we just haven't had audio this entire time. No, we're good. We're good. We sure. have audio. Dude, you don't... I don't <laughs> think... Kit, Kit's a new member. Anybody just tuning in. Kit, uh, he was a guest. And he's now transitioned into what a lot of guests have, into show members. How long he'll last, hopefully, is longer than a lot of the other people. Also, Aaron, he's out there, dude. I don't know. Maybe. We don't really have solid information. You know he's he's out there. He'll probably comment. He was uh, he was busy for our return. Aaron's so. a free bird. You, you, you catch him, and then, you know, next, True. next so, day he's gone. Let's go back to fucking Deke here. Deke... Uh, passed out, was unresponsive, and uh, when the sisters woke up and saw him, they thought, Deke has passed away, you know? Rest in peace, Deke. Rest in Deke. 
So I, okay, all right. So they go to the local pet cemetery, which, contrary to Stephen King, is not spelled with an S. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> um, they bury Deke in the cemetery, and then they go home, do whatever, go to sleep. But in the middle of the night, something strange occurred. I guess you could say. Uh, Deke fucking woke up, dude. He was pissed, right? He was he you know he woke up. Complete darkness. Uh, I don't. I don't think they. I don't think they threw him in a couple bags or something like that and threw him in there. Real care went into providing with D care. <laughs> he had a. He had a fucking Vikings. <laughs> but uh, Deke uh, managed to wake up and fucking dig himself out of this fucking grave, dude. And then walk to the road before passing out again, because Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? You need it. No matter how long you've been asleep. You need a nap after digging out of your own fucking uh-huh. grave. I feel like that's the thing. So uh, they were reunited with Dick, and they put Deke. Deke. <laughs> so you're doing it too. Yeah, I am. How, how, deep, how deep was he? Uh, was his grave? It says you know? shallow. Just said placed oh. him in a bag and buried him in a shallow grave. Yeah, he was placed in a fucking bag. So, uh, you put him work. here. Here's Deke. You know he's good now. He's all good. Uh, this is, I think, some sort of Russian. Oh, this is Facebook. I thought it was... It's the Facebook. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's Dick, man. Uh, Dick, Dick's still alive. I'm going to say that wrong until the end of the show now. We should just move on. <laughs> Next thing I have for you. Um, is that all about Deke, though? Is that it? That's it he about Deke. He's, he woke he up. up. He's you know why he passed great, out? Uh, he's just old as fuck, dude. He's 18 years old. Shit. That's a lot of dog years. And he like dug out of the grave. Yeah. Like, <laughs> His will to live is so strong. Motherfuckers ain't getting to me yet. <laughs> but I, well, you know, last thing. I think we've all at one point wished that that could happen with an animal we've had. And for somebody to, to have that happen, of course, A, it's fucking Russia. Which is like where all the metal things happen. All the death metal things always happen in Russia. But number two, uh, dreams can come true. Let's put it like that. Let's, let's end it on a good note, huh? Your dog, kids, your dog may not be dead. (laughs) Uh, No, mine is cremated, so I'm pretty sure it's dead. Maybe some of that radiation leaked over from Chernobyl and went to the ground. Right, right. Well, listen, kids, they're not dead. Dig them back up. They're waiting. (laughs) Don't do that, kids. (laughs) Uh, If there's any kids that are are actually watching this podcast, good for you. Uh, (laughs) Maybe look up, maybe... Maybe look up sarcasm. You be here. Understand that beforehand. <laughs> no, this is a place for everyone, right? Everyone's got a place here. Con man leading a horrifying sex cult at Sarah Lawrence College. Nice segue. So basically, without uh, without going too far into this, because really, I, I don't want to go too far into this as much as I just wanted to show you guys uh, shit like this happens. People yeah. are shitty. So this guy, he's like... He's around uh, 50 to 60. I can't remember his exact age. It doesn't really matter, though. He goes to his daughter's college and moves in with him and her friends. And they're living in, like, a house. And then cons them into a kind of a religious cult-type deal where he does these psychological things, like, uh, being like, hey, you two, you're going to have sex in in front of me right now. I'm going to watch. And they did it. You know what I mean? They were scared as fuck of this guy. It starts to get weird... When, of course, he was into the sexual stuff, yet. too. It's not weird yet. <laughs> For, well, I guess weird in a certain point when they figured out that 
He's a former friend of a disgraced ex-New uh, York Police co- uh, Department officer, uh, Bernie, uh, who, uh, he basically, he basically did the same shit, is what they're trying to say. He, his, uh, manipulated methods are the same as shit as he's doing. So, they're beginning to think that maybe this guy, maybe he had some fucking thing into this. Because, of course, what was the main goal of this, right? What was the main goal of this? Money. We need to extort money from younger fucking people somehow. That's what old white guys always sit around. They're like, how do we extort more money? Um... Which, joke, just kidding. Sorry, old white guys. I know you're my biggest, probably, fans. Uh, <laughs> but, I guess, people, what kind of mind does it take? Because this is college, right? This is college. College is like, alright, you're an adult, but you're still kind of real-world dumb. You know what I mean? You're still kind of figuring some shit out. Uh, do you think these guys should have had enough sense to realize some fucking weird shit was going on and get out of it. Or at least try to do something with it. I mean, it depends on how far in the situation you're in. Are you talking about the girls that were uh, kind of being brainwashed? Or? Uh, yeah. There was also guys involved with it. Ooh. I mean, if you're the females in the situation, you're already How does one... Like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody sits there and go, oh, that would never fucking happen to me. That would never happen to me. Never have that happen to me. But, you know, here we are, and this always fucking happens to someone. So, I guess what I'm saying is, how does one even begin this shit? How does one even get the idea of, I'm going to start a cult with my daughter's friends? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You really, you, you, you think the one side, how could these people fall for this? But in return, we should be looking at the other side, I think, which is, how could one man fucking, you know, get so fucking dark, dude? And, like, I mean, you can laugh as much as you want. Oh, ha, 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 sex cold, all that, blah, blah, blah. Or at the same time, you could realize that, like, weird shit goes on in the world. And it's it's so normalized. It's so, you know what I mean? This isn't a big deal. This isn't as big as when Janet Jackson... Showed her fucking boob at the the Super Bowl. That was just a silver leg. Jump was just a silver leg. Fucking ripped Rips her yeah, dress yeah, yeah, yeah. off. You know what I mean? It was it's, supposed to be like an accident, but I'm pretty sure it was on purpose. Kind of right, thing. right, right, right. It's so weird to me that this news is normalized. I guess this is the real topic I wanted to bring from bringing this up, because I know you guys see it every day. You see one news article or something like that that raises that what the fuck alarm in your head, but you never really go past that. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like people should, man. I feel like I'd watch the news more if they were actually covering fucking shit like this, not fucking stupid shit. Right. This is more than I mean, just raining on media coverage, I guess. Until but, the days where they just don't really have anything to cover and they're just throwing up shit. I mean. Right, but like you know what I mean. This is this is the whole article right here. Oh, here's here's the re- full story at the cut. So let's see how let's let's go to the full story. The let's cut. see. It. Yeah, right. The cut. It's appropriate. Oh, the cut. Name. Ooh. Right? It's a full editorial. No, yeah, we got a good article on it, but they don't show this on the website. You know what I mean? Here's a very small abbreviated version that that cuts the, oh, they had sex, they got beaten, it's not happening anymore. It's like, I don't know. It's weird that shit like this is is backdrop. You know what I'm saying? 
Because who, like I said, I when I was reading the article, didn't even realize that that was fucking there until the third fucking time I've looked at this article now. Where is the guy now? It said in the other article that he was uh, still, he's not like in custody or anything. Um, he's still just, what is he, a professor? Con man. He's just a con man. At a college, so he's still out there and he still has his call and people are defending him. Yep. And it's 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 so uh blatantly obvious that it's about money. You know what I'm saying? It's so blatantly obvious, but it's just it's real sad to me, man. It's real sad. But you know what else is sad? That this stuff doesn't really shock me anymore when I see it. Exactly. In- so desensitized. It's, it's so desensitized. And that's why we have abbreviated article, articles like this is because it's they're uh, convenient and it satisfies your instant gratification. Like, hey, no. see how fucked up our world is. And but then like, it's like we get the next article about a school You shooting. know what I'm saying? Look and, how... And no one has the attention span anymore. Like, literally, no one that's, does. Why, that's why this article is so small, but, like, the, I guarantee you the article like the, that from the cut is ten times better than this one. You know, I'm not trying to be some sort of, like, let's change the media as much as I, I just, just an interpersonal thought that I think from time to time. How, like, that's just kind of fucked up. It really is, but that's, that's the fucking world. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, too. We're, not tomorrow people are going to wake up and go, holy shit, that is fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's oh, not going to, it's simple. not going to happen. Um... So continuing on with our current events, uh, we now have our Tyler Phillips segment, which is uh, everything Tyler. That's what we're. That's our prototype <laughs> name for it. Um, so uh, this is the one we want to do first, right? Yep. All right. Uh, take yeah. it away, Tyler. All right. So Facebook had their uh, annual F8 conference where they announced all their Facebook bullshit. Oh, we're taking on privacy. We care about your privacy, which is a bunch of bullshit, in my opinion. Uh, that's a whole nother story. What I really wanted to cover is because I feel like Instagram's a really big platform that a lot of our audience uses and a lot of people actually use. Instagram's getting rid of the like, the like count that you see at the bottom of your posts. Uh, initially, they, they started by lowering the, or like making the follower count on your profile a lot smaller and a lot, and like off center so it doesn't draw as much attention. Uh, and in this, that wasn't it. That was a move to stop bullying and then this also is a move to stop bullying to where like I, I i don't see much of it on instagram i don't follow accounts that would be this way but right. i'm a i don't and i don't even see like me being like oh kid you only got 100 likes on your fucking post you fucking dumbass. so you're talking like, huh? you're talking like basically <laughs> like i'm basically talking hype beasts those are basically hype right beasts. like all well, the hype one people. of the comments that instagram or like the the ceo of instagram made was the fact that people have found uh, uh, an algorithm per se or like a formula that works where they don't post content that matters or good content they just post what no will get they know will get likes right and i've noticed that even more so a lot of the bullshit that you see is just same copy and pasted you know caption on every photo from all these major big instagram accounts uh because they draw likes hope and they're hoping this would be that it creates better content on instagram because we'd be less focused on how many likes you get on your post but also less bullying. But like I said, I don't see much of that. But I am not in a really a position to see a whole lot of that. I follow basically software well, accounts anyway. So. For anybody that doesn't know about the whole hype beast thing and all that, so hype beast is a general term for uh, there's certain videos you can find them. You've probably already seen them. To be truly honest with you, it's a bunch of younger people standing in a circle, and they're all comparing how much their clothes cost. Right? Oh yeah. Oh, these tubers. 
That's another name you, for you him. See, you see, you see, with like Supreme, Supreme and like all that shit. Right, right. Yeezys, it's, like. So like, it's those type of people that uh, it's definitely it's not their money. No, it's it's daddy, it's mommy's money, it's all that stuff going on. You know what I mean? He's he's thirteen and he's got a Gucci sweater that's worth ten thousand dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's no way you fucking. So, but, you know, the hype beasts in themselves really pride themselves on their internet. Uh, presence is the best way to put it. They everything they do they do is on the fucking internet. You know what I mean? And it has to get gratification from the masses. If it doesn't get a certain a certain threshold of whatever fucking rich boy groups you want to share them to, their ego goes down significantly. Right. So that is what I think Instagram is really trying to target is. Uh, just try. Which, by the way, we're gonna be honest and say that no, it's not gonna work. It's not. It's they're doing a valid attempt. Which whether they're trying to do it organically, like hey, we're trying to help people, or they're just trying to uh, reach that sympathy factor to get more people on the let's go to Instagram and let's let's have it be a safe place like Tumblr, basically. Which right. Maybe that's a call forward to something else, but uh, maybe. Tumblr became one of those places where it became a safe space for anybody online. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, Which, I love Tumblr. I haven't used it in years, but... You know, if you if you still use Tumblr, good for you, dude. I don't use Tumblr. Um, I thought Tumblr was way better in the anarchy days. Yeah. I thought it was just... When it was, it was solo and not... Purchased. Right. I think that now it sets itself as more of a target because of what it did. Right. It's become such this big fucking red target for people to just not, just not, you know, whatever they want to do, just fuck Tumblr, Tumblr, blah, blah, blah. They've, they've made themselves that target by doing what everybody, when it was happening, saying, don't fucking do this. Right. Don't do this, Tumblr. But some people had to have their way. You know right. what I mean? Some people had to have it like that. And whether, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I Maybe I'll look into that one day. Maybe Are you I'll talking about when they went, like, totally, uh, like, no porn, Yeah, no right, yep, 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 yep. Like I'm saying, like, uh, well... See, because even at that point, Netflix is able to do kid-friendly by just having a little kids channel that's right there, which... Uh, YouTube has YouTube kids as well. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying is they make that more appealing to the kids right? with the icon and all that shit, so the kids generally want to go to that, right? which Tumblr could have done that. Oh, yeah. But, you know, hey, if it's not all a safe space... I don't... You know what I'm saying? I, I think a lot of people miss the old Tumblr, too. I think a lot of people oh, yeah. really miss that old Tumblr. I, I think... I miss the old Tumblr like I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> I think uh, even current Tumblr users still miss old Tumblr to a certain sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you really want to find that stuff, you can just easily, and not on Tumblr. Anyway, I think Tumblr was a very unique sharing platform. Um... And it was that safe place. You know, I, I felt comfortable sharing a lot of stuff on Tumblr. Yeah. I don't have Tumblr anymore, but... Um, I don't think many people place. do now. Yeah. But tumbling into the next story... Tumbling into the next story. <laughs> He's got it. Speaking of Tumblr! Okay, so... Verizon bought Yahoo and Tumblr and a couple other companies a couple years back. And recently, I think at the end of last year, Verizon's like, We're getting rid of porn on Tumblr. And everybody was pissed. At least the people that still use Tumblr. And I mean, there's a lot of people that didn't actively use Tumblr, but for por- only, but only for porn. So 
when they got rid of porn on Tumblr, people were pissed and they lost a lot of users. And now Verizon's realizing, well, shit, we just completely fucked ourselves because no one's using our platform. They want to sell it, and guess who wants to buy it? Pornhub. So, there's a lot of people saying that this is a bad idea. I didn't have a whole lot of time to read into why it's a bad idea. I don't see why it could be a bad idea. I think t Pornhub buying Tumblr is great because people get what they want. I think... <laughs> Uh, you remind me of that stocks guy that has the that breaks the shit on the show and all that. You know what I mean? Don't buy into Nasdaq right now, and he just breaks a sign that says <laughs> Nasdaq. They're cracked. But uh, uh, you know Verizon, a company known for fucking people over, one way or another. I literally have Verizon, <laughs> and I hate Verizon. That is that is how crazy fucking Verizon is. Verizon is like the Kanye West. Of uh, the cell phone. Which yeah. Kanye? New Kanye or old Kanye? Because old just, Kanye was great. Listen, just Kanye. Even though Kanye just is who he is now, are you? Well, I can put on an old, you know, song by him and still jam to it. Oh, yeah. He still is Kanye in a sense. As as weird as he gets, you know, he's like that uncle that was really cool that started getting dementia, and you're like, <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> you're well, but yeah, I think. I just find it funny that Verizon's seeking buyers months after banning adult content just because, like, it it didn't take very long for them to see what they caused. Like, this has to be one of the quickest periods of time where they, they, they made a decision and immediately realized they fucked up. I also think Pornhub is a very respectable community. Oh, yeah, they well. do a lot of great um, things. They raise money for a ton of great causes. Well, and they, they do, do April Fool's things, too, which is great. But the one thing that Pornhub is really good for is if you're having trouble with a, a video game, you go to the comments section on any video, and it tells you, like, how to get a nuke in Fallout 76. You know, there's, like, a good community of people on there who, who are there for, Which know, I think is, uh, I think it's heavily 4chan based. I think it's a <laughs> lot of 4chan that just also use, which, listen, I feel like, you know, you want, uh... You want a, a freak, a freak in the sheets, right? Is that what it is? What is it? What's the saying? Uh, clean, clean on the streets, freak in the sheets. Right, clean on the streets, which is their Pornhub community, and their four and their four chan is like a freak in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, taking a mad dash in the next topic, we've got the Detective Pikachu director making comments about the Sonic the Hedgehog live-action film. <laughs> and to give you a quick and short rundown, Letterman, who is the director of Detective Pikachu, said he just heard about the Sonic situation 15 minutes prior and said he doesn't envy the position that Fowler and Paramount have put themselves into. I wouldn't want to be in their shoes. They're in a difficult spot. Um, so from what I've seen, and I've seen a lot of images of this live-action Sonic the Hedgehog. Can you play a trailer? They'd probably get copyright striked. Um, um, you can show a picture though. I uh, I don't want to see the trailer again. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it like that. There's um, this uh, guy who did a video of him watching the Sonic trailer, and every time there is like a something he hated, he took a bite of like a hot pepper. Uh, <laughs> is it the same dude that critical? you shared to the Discord like a while ago? Oh, yeah. I think that so. Because yeah. Matt hasn't seen the full Sonic yet. Oh yeah. So so, 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 teams, so, so let me just use teeth, dude. Let me put it this way. Stuart Little was CG in 2001, and he looked like a real rat. It's 2019, and we get this garbage? Like, I agree. 
Whatever, cat meow. I don't know what cat meow. <laughs> Let me but, see. Yeah, but, dude, look at his teeth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, my lord. I mean... He's got normal teeth. Jim, Jim Carrey looks kind of dope. Well, at the but, end of the trailer, though. At the end of the trailer, which... Everybody who watched 10 seconds of the trailer saw him and was like, mm, didn't see the end of it, can, doesn't have a say in this, because they didn't wait until the end of the fucking trailer. Let's see if I can just get it from right here. There we go. End of the trailer, this is what he looks like. So something fucking happens with him. You know what I'm saying? He becomes Dr. Robotnik. And he looks really fucking good, dude. He looks pretty dope, not gonna lie. Right. But then he just looks like he's... You know, right, yeah. about to suck a dick. Like, he's, he's, he's a dick that's too big. Like, this is this is the, this is is the what reminds me of the Sonic from the movie, right? And then that's this is what reminds me of, like, they just need to do a counterpart of that guy to Sonic. You know, like that much. one. Like, some yeah. shit happens to Sonic to make him actually look like Sonic. Looks like a squirrel mixed with, like, a fucking mirror cat or some shit. I mean, if you... <laughs> so, so people are, are really upset about it, uh... And I figured detect. I mean, Detective Pikachu's not out yet, right? I don't. I don't think it's out no, yet. I don't think so. Um, but it does look really good. I am really excited about Detective Pikachu. I just. I think that com- going from one director who made a CG movie of a really important character, Pikachu, to another director who made a CG movie about Sonic, that's <laughs> that's kind of like fighting words, you know. I do think Pikachu looks pretty dope, though. Although in this picture, he looks like a stuffed animal. Well, he kind of is a stuffed animal, if you think about it. I mean, yeah, but this picture's a terrible you representation. You know, I, I don't think I can find it in the right amount of time, so I'm just going to explain it. But there was a meme I saw that really makes me uncomfortable with him now. It was, it was Detective Pikachu, because he's voiced by Ryan Reynolds, right? Yep. Deadpool. And uh, it's basically it was Deadpool. just a drawing of Pikachu, right, with the hat on, and it's just a bubble that said, I have a man voice with man needs. <laughs> and ouch right I can't stop thinking about that it has been haunting my dreams hmm. so yeah that basically covers which I mean if we really need to the earlier reviews are in it's fucking great us the other type of peak too yeah oh yeah it's, it's got Ryan Reynolds um <laughs> they uh if you've played the detective Pikachu game you're really not in for a whole lot of surprises but for anyone who doesn't know what makes Detective Pikachu and all that worth going to watch, which is not a spoiler at all, no, is uh, part of the storyline is there is a uh, there is a pokey drug going around that causes uh, the Pokemon to go enraged. So that is like the main thing is they're trying to figure out who the fuck's making this berserk pokey drug that's going around. Watch it be Hulk. Watch it be Hulk. <laughs> that's in the game. <laughs> that's what they, in the game and the, and the movie are almost. But the movie goes more into it as to where the game is kind of like a little bit more shallow, which is usually the opposite way around. So kudos on them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, another thing I wanted to say about live action CGI, all this with video game characters or any almost animated thing, you have to follow the silhouette rule. You can do anything you want to the character almost, you know what I mean, in aspects of design. But he, his silhouette should fit the originals. That's all you gotta do. That's how you not piss anybody off. I mean, I think Make they... him have a mustache. Who gives a fuck? But if he fits that fucking silhouette, people are gonna be closer to it. People are gonna be like, okay, alright. I mean, you saw the trailer for the new Doom movie. I did not. You haven't seen the trailer? For wow. Maybe um, at the end, when we have some time, we'll, we'll throw it Okay. Out. 
Because if we if we're gonna get uh, kicked up, might as well be at the end, right? <laughs> um. All right. Uh, going in next. Let me do a segment, and we'll go into Matt's uh, Matt's segment, which I will think of a name for as soon as I get over with mine. <laughs> so, guys, the stockroom. <laughs> ah, you guys know what the Olympics is? Where are the Olympics? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me pull him up here. He's he's a very important person to my story right now. So the Olympics started in ancient Greece. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> very ominous. I know who that is. <laughs> oh, I know you know. Don't worry. We'll get into it. It all will make sense. So, uh, the Olympics was started back in ancient Greece, right? They would light a torch. They would have, like, three or four fucking events. And then they'd go have orgies. But, uh, as oh, the years grew, grew on, and, you know, all the, you know... People started getting connected. They're like, oh, shit, there's more lands out there than just us and stuff like that, which probably botching geography at that time. They probably do. <laughs> I mean, no one said you're politically correct. True, um, but I'm trying to be correct with this. This part's not correct. Uh, but no, uh, we're going to jump, we're going to fast forward a little bit, right? So the Olympics, it's, it's going on, everything's good. We get to, I believe it's 1926, but I could be wrong. 1936, the Berlin Olympics, which if you see right there, that's a Nazi flag. It was under Nazi control. So this guy, this guy right here, who's this guy? Joseph Goebbels. And what was his role? Um, he was a Nazi. Well, he <laughs> he basically was in charge of the propaganda, propaganda and uh, enlightenment agency. I think the agency or, or building or group, which basically their PEA? their whole goal was to how do we spread propaganda? How do we make people believe Aryans are the best race? That's literally their entire thing. I mean, he, he's, he was just giving speeches in a beer hall, just saying how much he loved Hitler before Hitler really got to him. You know what I mean? This guy was little insane. Um. So, I mean, he was a Nazi, so he was really fucking insane for really thinking about it. Come on, you tell me that guy. Insane. Super, super insane. So, he decided for the, uh, the, or the Olympics at Berlin that, you know, it would start at Greece, it would go all the way to Berlin, but the last little bit, right, there would be Berlin, and the, or, and the Berlin runner would hold it. So, we're going to get the buffest, biggest, most blonde, blue-eyed Aryan guy. To carry that torch. And Joseph Blaskovich. Is that who did it? The guy from Wolfenstein? Oh, god damn it. <laughs> I don't know who carried at the... I don't know if it even... Oh, did it say right there? What the route was? Oh, let me fuck it up. No, it just says where, where the, the route it took. But basically, so they got... you know, that, they, that guy must have been forced gumping it. Because, <laughs> like, you notice that it says by ship, and then as it goes on, by airplane, but this one just doesn't so say So we'll get anything. into that, we'll get into that. <laughs> like, it's just, like, running, like, for so, um, you know, it, it happened, but, uh, that, you know, the Nazi Olympics happened, I guess that's what we'll call it, uh, but that, this became a tradition afterwards, you know, this, you know, it wasn't a tradition before 1936, there was no such thing as an Olympic torch relay, but... The Nazis kind of, in, you know, they they instabled it. Now, is that a good or a bad thing? I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a bad thing. 
I think if the Nazis were still around, I think that's a device they could try to use for their propaganda. But they are no longer. I mean, that there's not incorrect. Nazi Germany is not around. I was gonna say it's yes, incorrect yeah. to say that Nazis don't exist. But <laughs> Nazi Germany is no longer around. Right. So they created a tradition to show pride in your country, basically. You know, when it's running through Italy, somebody from Italy's holding that fucking torch, right? And all, you know, grazie, grazie, grazie. They're throwing fucking rice in the air. <laughs> so a wedding? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> what I'm saying is they're showing pride for their country at that point. At no point, they, they've extracted the Nazi part out of it when they fucking lost the war. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Nazis aren't around anymore. So I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think... I think it's great. I also think that a lot of uh, really great uh, soldiers... Uh, you know, there's a lot of great people that have ran that torch. A lot of respectable figures. So before we go any further talking about this, I think that the Olympic torch relay runners should be respected to the utmost All right. thing. Do I think that uh, they that the Olympic... Uh, community, uh, the community itself uses those people to a certain extent? Maybe. I'm not doubting that. But the actual runners themselves, I think what happens to them is wrong. It's very wrong. So, going forward here, um, people aren't pissed that the torch relay is happening because of the Nazis now. Alright? We're going a little bit further here. They're getting pissed that their uh, country is building giant stadiums, these giant condominiums for all the uh, other country people from other country to, to stay in all of this, just to fucking abandon it. Um, I don't know if it was Kit that was telling me, but he was saying that the Brazil one just yeah. crumbled apart, basically. Not me. No, uh, I think it might have been you, Tyler. I don't. I wasn't me, but I. I've done a lot of reading about it. There's ton. It's not just Brazil, but Brazil's one of the one yeah of the, Rio. So, be- because of that, it is a heavily protested event. Now, you could, we can sit here and go through all of these, but I want to go through uh, the one that stuck out to me the most, which was 2008 uh, Beijing, which w- it had the most protests per country out of any. Um, it went through... Uh, I believe, like, you know, there's certain places where it, it uh, obviously didn't get protested, like North Korea, stuff like that. I think it went through North Korea. Let's see here. But see, as you can see here, that is how much it was heavily protested. That is how much they had to delay it, do different routes, you know, go to different things. Because look at that shit, man. It's so much bigger than a home. Yeah, exactly. Uh, look at the one before that. So you can expensive. see there was protest beforehand. But Beijing, because China's fucking huge. Right. It's huge. There's so many fucking people that live there. <laughs> you know what I mean? As you as taking fucking Mexico or Germany. You know what I mean? Just in population size. Such a big difference. Just such a big difference. Just because, uh, you know, China's just a big fucking country. You know what I'm saying? Compared to, you know, let's even go... Uh, Tokyo, uh, not Tokyo, Japan. <laughs> Just Tokyo. No, you know Japan. The the size difference in that, you know, they're two different. We we see them as two different countries, but put them next to each other, and you're like, fuck. Somebody's better at fucking 
inventory space than the other has to be, right? Because, like, they're both thriving. Um, but you go down to 2008, and it's fucking insane. Then you go down to London, not as bad. Both not as bad. You know what I mean? London was pretty bad. London was pretty bad. Uh, Brazil was bad, but I think by that point, you know what I mean? They, 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 they kind of knew what, what happened. It got so bad in the Beijing thing that you see a lot of these people, they had to go by plane. They couldn't go the route. Because they and were... this just, is while they have the torch? Yes. Yeah, yeah, open lit. flame. Open flame. Open flame. First class, right? Or business class. One, one part of the plane, apparently, you can have open flame, which I didn't realize was a thing. Like, you're, you're not allowed to bring a freaking lithium-ion battery to a plane if it's a certain size, like a big laptop. But you can carry an open flame. Yeah, but that's just random bystanders, not someone carrying an Olympic torch. But it's a They're, flame! They made an exception. Whether it's, whether it's a normal flame or an Olympic torch, it's, the plane still catches on fire the same way. Real quick, uh, we're, getting, uh, we're getting comments in a little late. Um, I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna try to do this one and see if okay. I can still catch up with the rest of them. Uh, Melissa goes back to our Tumblr thing real quick and says that she was getting really tired of porn blogs reblogging her book stuff, which, um, damn, I never thought about that. I mean, I guess it depends on what with, the content of with, the, the book with, is, I, you know. Or Melissa, with uh, with the freedom of a website always comes certain stuff that, you know, certain risks that happen, which I do agree with you that that would get annoying, but at the same time, I think you can also agree that uh, it, it doesn't feel the same website to me. It doesn't feel like the same website. I do agree that that's shitty, but at the same time, like, I think there's a different approach we can take for this. I really think... Even if it's adding a just certain subjection, subgenre to Tumblr that's just porn. You know what I mean? You can't connect the porn to any other part of Tumblr or stuff like that. It's just a certain porn part of Tumblr. I my initial comment or response to that was, I mean, I didn't see Tumblr being the place to, to like promote your book, but then I thought back to the time where I used Tumblr, and Tumblr at one point had a lot of niche areas. You know, you had your Harry Potter's, you know, tumblers. You had your Sims tumblers. You have your your well, Game of Thrones tumblers. You have like all these niches that you can promote of, to. A lot of readers did like Tumblr. Exactly. So exactly. And that's that, why I retracted. Yeah, that my was comment. a smart idea. That, yeah, it was. So. It was a really good idea. I just don't. I think I don't remember. And I I haven't used Tumblr recent enough to to say if this is true or not. But I believe there should have been, if there are, wasn't, there should have been filters to stop certain things from being able to see or repost or whatever your stuff because I, I remember that at one point in time there was a really big problem with like racism on tumblr and people reblogging to racist things and the, and the person that they were reblogging had no no racism or anything related to right. that so I feel like there was some filters, but I mean, at the end of the day, most websites, including Facebook, you take Facebook, for example, they hide all your filter options and shit, like, deep, deep, deep in the settings. That's it's true. Just not, it's not customer or consumer-facing to the point where it's easy to find. Um, I don't know, I, I don't know if Pornhub will actually, they've shown interest, I don't know if they will actually buy it. 
Um, I think Verizon's just trying to ditch you know what? it. Melissa, we'll follow up with you next yeah. show. We'll we'll go on and into it, and we'll try to brainstorm maybe a better idea for Tumblr than just blocking the content outright. I think as a community, they could come up with something. But going back to my Olympics talk, we're going to the kind of the tail end of what's going on here, because here is the big controversy parts. You know, you guys know all the parts of the story. Uh, the protesters. Their goal is to knock the flame out, <laughs> which is, it's funny. It's funny to a certain sense, right? Like we can laugh at it. But remember what I said before. A lot of these runners are very respected athletes or very respected heroes. People that have trained their entire lives or put their lives on the line to, uh, you know, fucking do what they want to do, basically. And uh, here comes somebody who thinks that uh, uh, super soaking a torch is going to save their uh, their country from not building an Olympics that already has been built. So, I get the protest. I want to say that too. I get the, the right to protest, but I also think um, there's a way to protest without seeming like, I didn't get my way, so you're never going to get your way. You know, super soaking fucking... <laughs> I was wondering yeah. what you were doing. Um... I think it was, I think as protests, because there, because another thing too is I wanted to to point out, there was a lot of peaceful protests, which those people I feel like got shafted by the 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 radical protesters. Extinguish. (laughs) The extremists. We're going to call them the The extinguishers. The extinguished. The extinguished. The radical (laughs) extinguish that want to get rid of the flame. But... There is one thing that they have been able to kind of outright, uh, that's what I'm looking for here, uh, show people, kind of like, you know, it's, it's, it's out in the open now. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. I totally had a brain fart. So, when the, the flame goes out... At least say excuse me. Excuse me. Um... What am I trying to say here? Expose! There we go! (laughs) Expose them! (laughs) Uh, and what they exposed is that when the flame goes out... It comes back. Uh, a lot of the time, they don't go back to Greeks. They, they just, just relight it? They just kind of... Are you supposed to go back to Greece to Well, yeah, that's what the whole point, is right, that you just... get the sacred, forever eternal fucking flame from Greece. Why don't people put out the eternal flame the in New York City? Why don't people try to put that out? Because the, these weren't these people haven't got they they have super soakers, Kit. They're not they're not thinking you know outside the box. Super soakers were bought that. Day. Just just pick picture a bunch of twelve year olds shooting super soakers like it's PUBG. Okay, all right, done. But there was <laughs> done. But also during this uh, Olympic the Olympic route for that, there were so many deportations and arrests because of all these people were from China. There was so fucking many, dude. So many people got deported back to China just to face legal fucking charges from doing that. So, it was a big group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least, I think... All because it started in Nazi Germany or because of the buildings that they built? Because of the buildings. Now, I want to say the Nazi Germany part because it has an interesting beginning. You know what I'm saying? A very interesting beginning. That I want to kind of also debunk the fact that people would look that up and see, oh, Nazi Germany created it. That's probably another reason. No, it's not. Nobody... It doesn't really have that affiliation. But, um, 
I think I think a good way to like stop the protests is to use those housing buildings as housing after the Olympics for citizens. And I also think another thing is too. Uh, I don't know if Be- if it was Beijing, it might have been, but they also released about a hundred or a lot of white doves, right? Before the lighting of the torch. And uh, yeah, a lot of pigeons died. <laughs> Got fucking incinerated in the, t- in the flame. Terrible. Kidding. That's so. Now we're going down to this. My final thoughts on the Olympics. I think a lot of great people are involved with the Olympics. I think those people need to be more involved with how the Olympics is ran. I think that whoever is running it right now, um. Obviously has a lot of money, and that's why they're in charge of what they're doing. That's got to be how it is. I don't think the Olympics generates that much money because you got to think. Well, I what I'm, well, I guess what I'm saying is the money that it does generate has to go back to them. Doesn't seem like it goes back to the city that much. Well, yeah, no, it goes back to the Olympics. Like the Olympics right. probably makes billions. So, and they force. They're like, hey. Build your fucking, you know, build yeah, your the, fucking the city, stadium. The, the Come city, on, we gotta make millions here. This the the Olympics doesn't pay anything for those stadiums but, or anything. So, but, but, like I said, I think more athletes that have been involved, retired and active, uh, maybe soldiers that have been involved with the relay and stuff like that. Uh, I think those people do care about pride. I think that's another big thing I want to say. Why I think a lot of soldiers are involved with torch relay runs and stuff like that is it is a huge pride thing. You know what I mean? These are people who defend our country. Run this eternal flame for us. I think it's, hey, run this fucking Olympics for us. Um, I also think that it is... It's just an old tradition, man. And I think the only reason why they have it is because everybody only cares about the relay. I don't see a lot of people that really care that much about the Olympics. Besides the relay. Which, hey, if you care about the Olympics, good for you, dude. I'm glad. Some of it's entertaining. I I would love to pick your brain about it sometime. Um, Yeah, Wonder Olympics is is better than the summer. But, in final, um, a lot of shit goes on at the Olympics that is not really portrayed out in the media. And uh, you can do more research into it and form your own opinion from it. But uh, I think there needs to be a lot of shit done with inside the Olympics reorganizing wise that is just not being done so we are now moving on over to Matt with uh, Matt's Findy Indie Game Review Findy Indie Gamer alright so basically yeah I've been playing a lot of indie games battle royals you know RPGs but recently getting into this game Forager um Forger is like, it's kind of like a top-down open-world game. So, like, you know, like Legend of Zelda. Like, remember Super Nintendo Legend of Zelda? That's kind of the style. Is um, it, uh, does it keep the old aesthetic of that? Or is it updated for, like, uh, like, you know how when you go by map, how you go to the top of the screen of Zelda, it shifts up like that? Or is it a streamless kind of go-through? It's a streamless kind of like, okay. as, as you're moving through the world, you're, you're also so it's, centered. It's got certain visual homages... Yeah. But gameplay-wise, up to standard with your your normal 2019, you know, what you expect from those kind of games. Sure. 
So, yeah, um, developed by Hot Frog. I, know I, I did a little bit of research into Hot Frog. They're pretty new. I mean, they only have, like, two games. This one and uh, Impossible Dungeons, which I didn't really look into, but it's, you know, something to check out for the future. Okay, while you're, while you're talking here, I'll pull it up and see if it's got favorable reviews. How about that? Right. Um, so yeah, it kind of starts off just like uh, kind of like Minecraft. I mean, you you're, you're popped into a world. Uh, you start off on this little island, and uh, you have a, a pickaxe just to go, and you just start smacking wood and stone, just like any other you know game like that. Um, uh, this isn't even out yet, I don't think. Or if it is, I can't find it on. I don't think I even see it on Steam. This might be free. <laughs> oh, there we go. No, it's just called Dungeons on Steam. Yeah, I don't think it's. Wow. But yeah, if you want to pull up uh, after bucks. this, if you want to pull up the. Uh, the oh stuff, yeah. So which one back. we just uh, starting out? All right, so this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do that, and then. Sorry if you guys can hear this right now. My bad. Let me restart it. Hold on, skip. Let me see the. That'd be good. Let me just set you up. So, you guys are going to see our VLC screen now. You'll still hear us, but Matt is going to continue this. Yeah. Does it work? Yeah. So let's see here. Find out. This is shoddily put together in the last two seconds. So starts out on the screen. Blah blah blah. Um. So yeah, you just start off in this world, hitting wood. Hitting wood. Very Minecrafty. Yeah, very very Minecrafty. Um, you got your little XP bar at the top. Um. You know, you got some hearts, and then that little green bar is like your, like, pretty much your just, like, your food meter, I guess, survival meter, however you want to put it. Okay. You uh, eat food, it goes up, you do stuff, it goes down. Um, is there water to drink in this? No, it's just food. Food based. Yeah, it's just food based. So it, it kind of looks like it's trying to be that bridge between Terraria and Minecraft. Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, let's go back there real quick. It's essentially... On the on their website, they basically say that they are. It's inspired by Legend of Zelda, um, and and it's kind of like Stardew, Terraria, and Minecraft. Like that's literally how they like right, label right. it off. But, so uh, yeah, it seems pretty simple though, right here. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm gonna get to. And then it gets crazy. Let's see. Let's see. Bullshit. <laughs> This right here. Oh, oh my god. And then you get into the stuff like this. <laughs> exactly. Do you build stuff in this? You pop I'm trying to... Oh, here. Uh, double click it. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so... Use your reference. If you just double click... It'll double click the screen? Yeah. Okay. It'll automatically go to full screen. Alright, so... Let's see. Ah, there we go. So yeah, and then you get into ridiculous shit like this where you have... All sorts of stations going. It starts to get like automatic, so you're not, you know, you're gaining XP and getting materials by doing nothing. It's passive. Um, that's kind of just like your little menu where you're going through. Like you got artifacts, which is just random, you know, things that help you out. Do they give you? you yeah. Do they give you certain abilities? Yep, pretty much. Um, so this is, so far, it's it really seems like, you know, you've got your. Your Minecraft build and all that going down, mm -hmm. uh, with, even with that automation, which seems even different from Minecraft. That automation, yeah, that's, but that's it also deep Minecraft. If you get, if you ever get into automation, right. that's yeah. But it also seems like it's really heavily got this uh, RPG system on top of it. Yes, that makes it to where uh, there's a lot to do. 
there's always something to do in this game, it seems. There's definitely, yeah, there's definitely a lot to do. Um, and even, even at this point in the game, it's still, like, there's still things that you struggle for, for instance. Like, for instance, like, you need to make glass, right, to make bottles. You know, you need bottles for oil, you need oil for plastic. Okay. You gotta get sand for that glass, and even up to this point in the game, dude, that never became an easy thing. Like, that was always, like, a struggle. You pretty much go through with a shovel and dig up things for sand. Is there an end game to this? Um, is there, like, a finish? Like, what's the end goal to, uh, uh, to be able to make? Do you go all the way through, like, technological feats? There is, in? there's, like, dungeons, too. There's, like, a dungeon element where you go through dungeons. I don't know if I would... It's still pretty new, right? Yeah. So, yeah, they have a road map. Like, there's a thing that you can... So, do oh, not even out yet. Okay, so we're in, we're in early access. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So this is your... Wait, so feats. Do feats give you artifacts? Feats, feats are just, like... They're just your achievements. Your trophies. Ooh, so, yeah. like, that's a trophy that's, uh... That, uh, play the game for three hours doesn't give you a hat. That's a, that's a game. Oh, right yep, yep. It does, so it does give you... You get rewards. I forgot about They're these. cosmetic items, not yes, artifacts. Yes, so. yes. Okay. Little cosmetics. Things like that. Pretty nifty. I, I will say... Uh, is that. every world randomly generated? No. I don't believe... Here's the thing. I think there's predetermined lands already, but where they appear in your game file, or like whatever game you're playing, is different. Because I have two, and I've fiddled with one a little bit, and I've fiddled with this one a lot, and things don't line up the same. Like, like I might um, go over here, and it's a little bit different. It's like an Age of Empires random map kind of thing. So, yeah. it, instead of being a randomly generated overworld map, it's a, it's, it's, it plays like a randomly generated dungeon map, is what you're saying? Sort of. To where there's fixed stuff in there always. There's fixed stuff in there, yeah. but it, yeah, it'll appear randomly each time you play the game. So yeah, this is what I was talking about. Like, on the main menu, this is the main menu, they got their roadmap thing right there. You can click that, check that out if you want. It sends you to, uh, to a link, base game coming soon. Farm life. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, shit. Farm life, dude. Farm girl. You were getting a lot of double items in that first video. Dude. From the automation, it's just like double. I have uh, there's a there's a point where, and I don't know if it's in here, but yeah, where I would just make like a ton of things to sell because, I'll get into it a little bit with uh, the skills. There's like a market and you can sell a bunch of stuff to, and uh, I would just make shit to sell because you need money. Basically, the way it's set up is you start off on that little island like in the beginning, you buy land. As you go with coins that you make, right? What's that pink thing? It's what pink that that pink thing that follows you. Uh, that's some item I got that basically is just a lantern. Is it floats. an artifact? Yeah, I believe okay. it's an artifact. Okay. Yeah, it follows you, lights up the dark. So this stuff you're going to right now, is this your area? Yeah, I basically, I throw you, this down. You built all of this. Yeah, those these things right here are markets. Jesus. At the top, uh, you got like, there's a flower press, these two things. Uh, these things over here, I forget what they're called. Like uh Makes leather and thread and stuff. Sewing station, that's what it is. Those furnaces, vaults, fairy lady, just kind of Zelda-y type thing right there. It, it, goes, it goes deep, dude. You, uh... It's funny, because there's this little guy that's like, there's a guy going around with a pickaxe, destroying everything! And he's obviously talking about you. And <laughs> See, at first, like, as you progress, you get, like, you know, once you get, like, five places... Things just randomly, like, start to come back, you know, as you're playing, and it kind of gets out of control. Like, 
you'll go to an area right and instead of like this is my area is kind of neat there will be like trees in every block space and you're oh. like oh shit dude like now i gotta clear through all this now another thing i've seen from this Crazy. is that uh it seems like as to a lot of games is about the survival right you need to survive this seems way more about the progression yes it is all about the progression as which matter, as a matter of fact it kind of becomes the one of the things that i don't like about it is is the survival aspect almost becomes like a nuisance more than like something that's kind of cool about it <coughs> you all those holes that you saw right. that's how you get the sand right and uh that burns through like so much of that green bar dude mm. that you um it, it just becomes a pain in the ass to go back to the menu and click and they don't have it set to where you can move your items so they're forever random at least um now, I know we had a conversation the other day about multiplayer games, but I guess you could say it's bleeding into a lot of games where it's more about the survival than it is about the progression. Mm-hmm. We've, we've kind of, uh, I think, Kit, you can... Uh, I was just about to talk about, like, well, this I was is trying great. to look up when Far Cry 2 came out, because in Far Cry 2, you were playing the game and then all of a sudden you get woozy in the game and you had to pop malaria because yes. you have fucking yes. malaria. And then you're, yeah. if you're out of malaria pills, yeah, you could chance it and just not get them for a while. But then you had to drive all the way across. The, I didn't call it Far Cry 2. I called it Far, far Drive 2. Because you were just fucking drive, <laughs> African driving simulator is another name for it. Because you'd have to drive all the way across the plains to go get more malaria pills just so you could stop this little bullshit at first, what At first what became cool started to just really become... Uh, Something you wish you didn't have to deal with anymore. You know exactly. what I mean? But what about uh, people that actually have malaria? They don't want to fucking deal with it. Well, I don't think anybody making Far Cry Two had malaria. That's completely I feel like fair. People have malaria to die as well. I don't. I yeah. like. I also like. All right. So it's the way this is the way this is kind of like set up. It's uh, you got like an economy side, which is you can so this is the see. skill tree. Yeah, this is your skill tree. You got economy side, an industry side, a foraging side, and a magic side. Now, you don't see all this when you start. You literally just see the four center blocks. So as you're going, you don't really know what you're going to get throughout the skill tree, ah. which is good and bad. Um, I'd say this is a spoiler, but I have no fucking idea what's going on in this Yeah, screen, exactly. So. It's just an icon. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, I'm just going to show, go through real quick, and there's kind of like as you're building, you get, this is your little like slot to build it. So even you don't even know from this, like the question mark, section like is something I haven't unlocked so I don't even know what the hell's going on there oh. so it's kind of a mystery until you play through the first time now in regards to buying land I'm pretty sure I do that somewhere in this video you kind of yeah oh, you already did I pretty much bought everything except like the top little yeah, places right, there, right, right here, here. Yeah, but yeah you it. just you get the coins boom there it is you, you popped it into Squid. the world okay okay and uh yeah I so mean that's the randomly generated part is when you yeah, buy that is land. when you pop it in You're right if just you, like you can bring it back to the thing. You're all good with yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but yeah, um, we're still on Beals. Pros, dude. I think I think it's a really fun game if you like uh like indie games, any kind of like crafty game, um, anything like Minecraft and all that stuff. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh, cons, like I said, the survival is kind of a pain in the ass after a while. Uh, you're just constantly going back to your menu to eat food after like literally. 30 seconds of doing your credit test that you need stuff for. Uh, but yeah, dude, I'm going to give it like an 8 out, an eight out of 10, man. 8, eight out, out of 10. 10. Damn. Like, it's it, pretty good. For an indie game, it's an 8 out of 10. Is it like, what, 10 bucks? 
Uh, I believe it was like twenty. It was like twenty. Yeah. Um. Not bad. So let's uh real quick also do a buy rent never touch. Okay. What do you think? Buy rent never touch. I I would say buy twenty bucks, man. Like two pizzas at like Papa John's. That's right. Right. That's about right. twenty bucks. And you're going to need a lot more of those put, yeah. when you start digging for sand, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Isn't it like 13 hours on that one thing? That's a lot more value so, than two uh, pieces. Wow. Continuing on this subject a little bit, because I had a few things I want to say. Me and Matt were talking the other day about how, at least in multiplayer games, it's, uh, you know, and and uh, I guess a lot of uh, other single-player games, there's, there's been this huge gap from, you have the skill tree, this progression. Your character gets uh, really badass throughout playing the game, to just survive. You can craft the shit later on to be better. Right. And it seems like Forager is trying to uh, make up all those years in one fucking game of that progression. It's it's really cool how it just, you advance through